Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When a man loves a woman and a woman loves a man. Actually, sometimes a man doesn't love a woman, but he acts like he does in order to get some action. <laughs> the magic starts to happen, and the two take off their clothes. That's right. And they caress and touch each other until a part of the man grows. Ooh, they roll around, and now things really start to get hot. And the man say, I love you, and the woman says... Hold on a second, I gotta go to the bathroom. So you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait. And you wait and you wait and you wait. You wait and you're cooling down and she's still going to the bathroom. Finally she comes back and she says, Baby, I'm getting hot. And that's when you gotta jump her foot and pop her full of... What? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Check My Bows right here on the litany of networks. You can find us on all of your available digital media outlets in audio version because we haven't decided to do video yet. But right now, even without video, my boy here is flawless. But before I talk about my homie, I just want to let you know, of course, we are brought to you by RatSaladReview.com, Hacker Hameen. Media at Hameen Media, hackerhameen.podbean.com. Of course, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, everything there. And I am joined by my host with the most, my bro, who I like to toast to, Skip Jackson. Hey, it's, you know whose birthday it is today? Who's? It's Kenny from South As we record this on a Sunday here. Well, we are think uh, I think we just watched a pretty good episode, wouldn't you say? Pretty yeah. good. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good episode, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty we good. got the season finale of season one of South Park. And the cool thing was Based on how this episode ends and climaxes, they're well aware they've been picked up for another season, mm-hmm. which I think is definitely a beautiful thing. Wouldn't you agree, sir? Yes, I would. You know, the, the great thing about this is now that we're at the end of season one, we can talk about the full season as a whole. So now that we've watched every episode, do you want to talk about it now or do you want to talk about it at the end of the episode? What do we think of the full season? Uh, let's, let's do that at the end. Let's do that at the end. All right. So ladies, if you're listening to ladies, gentlemen, or maybe, may, you know, ladies, of course, uh, if you're listening to this whole episode, check us out, of course, at the end, we'll give you kind of our full thoughts on the whole first season, but we're going to start right away with the first, I'd say, uh, episode in which we kind of get a, a sad feel for Eric Cartman. Eric Cartman in this episode is definitely presented in a, sympathetic manner it's a child searching you know not just for his father but his identity as a whole i mean there's so many things to dive into about this episode scoop where do you want to start with this first season finale let's start with the boys uh realizing that cartman's not there and then them trying to go find him Okay, so we'll. You want to just kind of kick it off right at the beginning? Yeah, let's just start it out. <laughs> let's right. just get going. All right. So as we mentioned, or as you mentioned, there we're at the beginning of the episode. We've got the boys. You know, they're hanging out as they normally do, getting ready for another day of school. And Stan and Kyle and Kenny are there, and you know they're having a conversation. Stan mentions, you know, where's Cartman? Benny didn't show up for school. Uh, uh, Kenny says under his breath, perhaps he's just got too big and can't get out of bed. 
they all kind of laugh. Uh, but they basically kind of all agree that maybe they should go ditch school, kind of check on them. But unfortunately, the bus shows up. Crabtree's like, you know, come on, we're running late. And Stan says, we're not getting on, you fat, ugly bitch. We're not getting on, you fat, ugly bitch. What did you say? I said, we're not getting on, you fat, ugly bitch. Oh, all right then. And then <laughs> Miss Crabtree goes, what did you say? And then Stan goes, I said, we're not getting on, you fat, ugly bitch. And then she's all, all resolved. Oh, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 all right then. All right then. Um... Dude, I, like, no fucks given, huh? Stan, not caring right away, huh? I mean, this, like, if we think back to the early parts of this ep- of the season, you know, rabbits eat lettuce. Like, they've basically been hiding it yeah. this whole time. But now, it's, it's no fucks given. Stan's just like, no you fun. know what? He's just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you, you bitch. You fat, ugly bitch. You fat, ugly bitch. It's kind of a... I've kind of noticed a... Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd say more of a crude humor as Stan as as over the season. Wouldn't you notice? Like, he's kind of, like, turned from kind of a nice little boy into kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. I mean, they're all kind of dicks. Kyle ends up being more of the moral compass in the group. But Stan, right. he's, he's kind but, of always yeah. been on – he's kind of always been on the fringe. He's kind of – I think he's – yeah, he's always kind of been just a little bit of a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> You know, Stan's just, he's cool, right? It's like, he'd still be a boy, but, like, there'd be times where we'd be chilling and you'd look over and be like, dude, you're you're just a fucking dick. You're a dick, dude. You're a fucking dick. You're That's a you. dick. You're a dick, dude. Dead. Dead. <laughs> That's what you're thinking, right? You're a dick, dude. You're a dick, dude. You're a dick, dude. So, Cartman's mom is a dirty slut, as we mentioned, is the title of this episode. Before we get too far, I know I just want to also mention that it, it debuted February 25th, 1998. It garnered 6.4 million views, bro. That's a shitload of people at the time. I mean, I know, like, people are Record. striving and, like, like lucky if they get something this big. Now, unless it's, like, on primetime television, like, you know, The Bachelor or, you know, Dancing with the Stars or Big Brother or American Idol. I don't know, bro. These are only things I'm only listed off like mostly ABC stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, those things get ratings, bro. It's ridiculous. You should see how many people watch The Bachelors and then like they cover it on like the late night news, bro. And they play that and they cover it over and over and over. So try sitting there, bro, every week and you have to like get an update on The Bachelor and you're like, I don't even care. Pilot Pete. Like, I didn't even, I don't know who this person is, but I know the name. From the from the show, Pilot Pete. Shout out to Pilot Pete. I think he got his heart broken because he realized, like Brian on Family Guy, it's all a fake. Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. <laughs> As we mentioned, it followed Eric Cartman about the identity of his father. He discovers that his father is most likely someone else who's had you know intercourse uh, during an individual annual party that's called the Drunken Barn Dance. Drunken Barn Dance. <laughs> so hick of them to do that. <laughs> wow. So, so hick. While this is going on, Stan, Kyle, and Kenny are participating in the American Stupidest Home Videos hosted by Bob Saget. Um, so, interestingly enough, this was, of course, a cliffhanger ending as it bled into the uh, next season, which we'll talk about how we're going to review that. In the summer of 2013, fans voted Cartman's Mom as a Dirty Slut as the best episode of season one. Would you agree with that notion? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Mr. Hanky the Christmas crew. Okay. Howdy ho, children. Right. Um, Volcano. Ooh, Volcano. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, It's coming right for us. Listen. It's really hard. Listen. Okay, listen. Let me tell you this. He's very hard. Okay? I'm going to tell you. Out of those three... Um, okay. Well, if we have to, all right. Out of the three, those three best episodes of season one, it's the best one. It's the best one? It you is the best one. It is premium. Okay? It is premium. It is premium, too. Okay. Well, to continue, uh, one of the television critics, Tom Carson, stated that he felt this episode was a real 
plaintive story about craving something, anything to hold on to as Cartman tries to adapt to the culture of each man he believes to be his father. And I think that's definitely a good point. We'll talk about that here further as we get more into the episode with Cartman as he's striving to find his own identity. You know, Um, as we mentioned, the boys then uh, seek out, you know, they're ditching school. They're like, you know what, let's go find, you know, Cartman. (laughs) So they get to the house. Mom lets him in. She says, Hey, boys, you know, wondering where Cartman's at. She's like, Oh, you know, he's been feeling under the weather. Maybe you can cheer him up. He's in the back. They go to the backyard and we kind of get like, uh, I don't know, like more of like a kind of a classical piano or kind of classical camera motions, right? As they're looking at like the picnic table and you kind of have like, you kind of feel like someone's using a camcorder even in this scene, right? right? It, it kind of wobbles and shake, you know. Right, exactly. It feels very home movie-ish, which is cool to do in an animation style for sure. Cartman is at the table. He's kind of surrounded by all of his dolls. So this is the first time we get a introduction to the psychological, emotional um, disconnection he has with himself by associating his emotions and how he feels into inanimate objects as a way to cope or as a coping mechanism i mean how he how he turns to his dolls for support and everything because how deep down he he believes he doesn't have any friends not only that but he also i would say and we can definitely hit this hard here you know in in a couple moments but you know carmen doesn't really have a father figure so like he doesn't have somebody to support him so – and his mom's kind of a pushover. So like he's got like these inanimate objects where he's trying to find himself as a child, as a human being, and the only way he can do so is through his imagination. As he talks to Polly Prissy Pants, he talks to Clyde – Clyde Bag. Would you like some more tea, Polly Prissy Pants? Yes, Ed. I would like some tea. Thank you. You're very welcome, Polly Prissy Pants. Would you like some tea, Cloud Frog? Yes, please, Eric. Why are you so cool? Oh, I don't know, Cloud Frog. I just am. You are so strong and smart, Eric. Everybody likes you. Well, thank you, Polly Prissy Pants. How nice of you. Dude, this is pretty fucked up right here. Dude, this is pretty fucked up right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenny said, I think if we run, try to get Eric to drop his tea. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand. Maybe he was like uh, making fun of him because Kyle did follow it up with saying, come on, let's go make fun of him. <laughs> like Kyle and Kenny were ready to pounce. They were like, fuck yeah, let's get the fat boy. <laughs> Let's get the fat boy, <laughs> right? And Stan is like, "No, dude, this this looks serious. I I think we better get help." So interestingly enough, now Stan is the moral compass here, as we were talking about. The, you know, everyone's just jumping around with different parts and motions in this episode. Ian. Kyle's like, uh, "Really?" <laughs> and and Stan's like, "No, dude, seriously." And then there's a, they're back at the table and. Peter Piper or whatever, Peter, the whatever the guy, the the inanimate object, the doll. We like you, Eric. You're the coolest guy in the world. This is tremendous tea. <laughs> Why, thank you, Peter Panda. Oh, there it is. Why, thank you, Peter Panda. This is a distinctive Earl Grey. And then Polly, <laughs> Eric is the best. Hooray for Eric, says Clyde Frog. Eric kicks ass, says Peter Panda. <laughs> That's a really funny voice to try and do. Clatter. No. no, Eric, you can't do that. <laughs> so now we've uh, – okay, so you know the cool thing about I like this next scene is the boys actually try to do something right here. They go to a teacher, go to Mr. Mackey, and they say, hey, you know, Eric is showing some real signs of being fucked up. Mr. Mackey, something's really wrong with Cartman. Oh, well, there's a news flash. No, no, we saw him having a tea party with his stuffed animals. Yeah, he was doing their voices and pouring tea for them. Oh, okay. Eric is obviously suffering from some kind of emotional distress, okay? What do you mean? Have you boys noticed anything recently that troubled Eric? No. Well, obviously something is bothering him, okay? Oh, of course. 
My video camera. Boys, if you could videotape Eric's behavior, then I can study him psychologically and find out what's wrong, guy. Is that legal? Oh, hell yes. This, uh, we should take a moment to also uh, let you, our, our audience, know that this podcast might not be suitable for work if you're playing it over a speaker. That is unless your work is cool. And if your work is cool, shout out to your work right now. What up? So. <laughs> what up? Yeah, my bad. So, yeah, my bad. <laughs> so Kyle and Stan kind of explain on what's going on with Cartman. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of fucked up, though, because Kyle's like, Mr. Mackey, something's really wrong with Cartman. And Mr. Mackey says, oh, well, that's a newsflash, okay? <laughs> that part always kills me. Mm, that's a newsflash. And Kyle's like, yeah, dude, he's doing the, he's like playing with stuffed animals and, you know, like playing tea parties, says Stan. And then Kyle says, yeah, he's doing the voices and pouring tea for them. And then Mr. Mackey finally kind of understands. He's like, oh, Eric is obviously suffering from some kind of emotional distress. Okay. And Kyle's like, what do you mean? Now, while this is going on, there's stuff in the background, like posters. If you don't have a dad, you're a bastard. <laughs> Did you see those? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. What was the other one? Did you see the other one? I think it was like something with a kitty, right? It was like a long one. I forget what it was, though. It's like if you don't have a dad or that's it's cool to have a dad or like, I don't know. It was just weird. But the pictures were weird because some of them, like the ones that were around the boys, there was one dad and the the audience is not going to be able to see this. So I'm going to try to describe this. There's one dad. And he's holding his son in his arms. And it kind of feels like it's that part of the episode in like um, – Oh, the, the Genghis Khan one where the Chinese one where they build the wall. I would never do anything to my child. <laughs> so it's dads are dandy. The man many assume to be Cartman's father is found on the poster with his own son. Father and Sunday is coming. And if you don't have your dad, you're a bastard. bastard. If you don't have a dad, you're a bastard. So, yeah, I wonder why Cartman's feeling blue. And that was actually some good foreshadowing of what the episode right. was about they definitely did some foreshadowing of what was what's going to happen on the next season as far as how the next season was going to open up if you catch it later in the episode which we'll get to here shortly as i take a drink of my russo bro coffee you can get your coffee at the brosters.com get your russo bro coffee russo bro coffee russo bro so as the boys are about to leave uh, Mr. Mackey says, here, take my video camera, boys. If you could videotape Eric's behavior, then I could study him psychologically and find out what's wrong with him. Okay. And Stan's like, is that legal? And Mr. Mackey says, oh, hell yes. <laughs> okay. So before we get in to the next scene here, we're going to quickly kind of go over this here. I want to we, – we, this is one of the topics we discussed, me and Ian, in our rundown here. So, yeah, yeah. Ian – are you aware that it is legal to videotape anyone in public? Yeah. 100%, ladies and gentlemen. Now, there are some caveats, of course. One being you cannot use it for profit without the express written consent of said individual. That means if it's done via, like, you know, social media or television or CNN or something like that, that's why they have to reach out and ask you, hey, can I use this footage? Because they're making advertising dollars, right? You're not going to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second way is if it's a public interest, uh, as far as if it's actually like news that pertains to relevant, you know, information. Rather, whether it be local community or national level, like if you, there's something that's going on and you like have camera footage, they technically don't have to ask you to use that. If it's like a national thing or something big happens, you know what I'm saying? Shooting right. or like a car crash or you know some big public event that you know that's whether you have it or not, it's going to get out there. As long as you videotape and don't use it for any re like reproducing, if you keep it privately, you can pretty much videotape anybody you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to my next point. As, I, creepy, as you as you listen to my chair as I squeak in here to the mic, are they videotaping us now? My Skype's on. You can see my video. My Skype's on. Uh, Can't they like look in if they wanted to? Whoa. I'm doing spooky hands here on the podcast. <laughs> spooky hands. Spooky hands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of creepy, guys, that people can – we're in a, in a time kind of like 
The Circle. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Did you ever see The Circle? When you get a chance, it's on Netflix. If you don't have anything to do, watch The Circle. It's got, I think, Emma Watson in it. There's a well-known actress in it. Or her, the chick who plays, I think it's the chick who plays Hermione, right? That Emma mm-hmm. Watson? Yeah, I think she's in that movie. I think it's about her, I want to say. And she's like totally open to being filmed 24-7. <laughs> the circle. So like it becomes like a social media thing and a social credit score thing. And by the I don't want to ruin it, but you know where I'm going with this. I'm not going to tell you if it's good or a bad ending, but I'm just going to say a lot of people are in the circle. <laughs> So, are we in the circle, man? Are they feeling this right now, bro? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, we're back in Cartman's tea party. Cartman's having his tea party again. Uh, It's funny because Peter Panda compliments him. And, uh, you know, Rumper Rumper Tumskin says, you are tough and handsome. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) that probably goes... I think you're a fat piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Clyde Frog. But that's interesting because that's Cartman's inner monologues. You kind of feel bad for the kid. You know what right? I mean? Putting himself bad. down because he doesn't have anybody there to help, you know, give him that support he needs. He doesn't have a scoop. He doesn't have a scoop. Don't have a scoop. I have a scoop. My scoop's scoop. like, hey. What you doing, boy? You what need to get to the gym. You need to be in the game. Hey, you ain't going to jail. You ain't going to jail. Football of America. Meanwhile, this is going on. Uh, you know, Kyle and Stan were filming. So now we're inside later that night as Cartman and the kitty are yelling back and forth because they're eating dinner and kitty wants some food. And Cartman's like, no, kitty, this is my corned beef cabbage. Kitty continues to meow. No, Kitty, that's a bad kitty. And Land's like, "How's your beef? How's your beefy roast?" Snick comes, and Cartman then finally lays on, lays it on thick with his mom. He goes, "Mom, can I ask you a question? You know how my friend Stan has a dad, and Land's an <laughs> and my friend Kyle has a dad, and my friend Kenny has a dad." And Land's like, "Yes." And then there's like a very good thirty second, fifteen to thirty second silence. They, right. they did in this episode, which was awesome, to I capture know. the emotion where there's no mm-hmm. talking. And they're going back and forth looking at each other. <laughs> Leanne's finally like, well, what's your question, hon? <laughs> and Carmen's like, God damn it, you have a dad! And Leanne's like, oh. And Carmen's like, I want to know where I came from. And Leanne's like, mm-hmm. Well, you see, Eric, sometimes when a man and a woman are attracted to each other, they want to be close to each other. Uh-huh. Spotted Cartman. Hey. Cartman Leanne goes on and says, and sometimes the man puts his hoo hoo dilly in the woman's cha cha. So oh. Cartman, fi- there's like another like you know quiet silence, and as the cat and Cartman kind of look back and forth, that was kind of funny. Like the cat's like looking back and forth, and then Cartman's like, <laughs> Car- Cartman then all nonchalantly, yeah, who put your yeah, who put his hoo dilly in your cha cha? And then Leanne starts this whole flashback sequence. She goes through a whole flashback sequence of being young, naive, you know, apparently being really drunk at this bar, which is the drunken bar dance. Because, <laughs> like, you see, like, uh, off- you see a trainee officer, Barbreedy, walks up because Leanne's got cookies. And he's like, I wouldn't mind getting a hold of your cookies. <laughs> Leanne's like, well, go right ahead, Officer Barbreedy. But he actually eats the cookies. Ahead. And then uh, Jimbo, of course, plays into the the name. Come on, everybody. Let's do the drunken bar dance. They do the drunken bar dance. And Leanne continues on by saying, then I saw him. He was the most beautiful, charming piece of ass I had ever seen in South Park. His name was Chief Running Water. And then, like, the song is really funny because it's a parody of the Titanic song by uh, Celine Dion. Near and far. Wherever you are, right? But they did it with this. There you are, like a throbbing stir. I want you to make love to me. <laughs> oh man! And then Leanne drunken goes on, and then like. uh 
you know, basically lo- says that this is all while she's locking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is all while she's like locked eyes with the Native American. And she said, I don't recall what happened next, but the next morning you were pregnant and Cartman assumes that, you know, he's, well, you know, Native American. Leanne lets him know that he lived out on the reservation and Cartman says, wow, I'm a Native American. I'm actually a Native American. <laughs> All right. So now we now this is interesting. So we've got our first case of Cartman thinking he's Native American. Wouldn't that have been funny if Cartman really was Native American? That would have been hilarious. Because that he really hates hippies. Native. He really hates hippies. Got it, hippies. Hippies. Hit some weed and guitar, and you're gonna be here there longer, man. <laughs> so we're back in Stan's house. If you notice, Grandpa's holding the noose, <laughs> which is a callback to uh, we're gonna kill me, Billy. Come on, Billy. Come hey, on, Billy. Billy. Season oh, yeah. one, seven, Billy. <laughs> you can go back and look at our review, Billy. That's actually got to be in the top of the season two, right? I mean, I know it's right. like not one of the most recognizable ones. People don't think back when we talked about it on that episode, but like as far as in the in the top of the season, that's got to be top five for sure. Death is a good episode just because there's a lot of funny shit in that one. So we go to Stan and Kyle sitting there on the couch. As we mentioned, Grandpa's got his noose in his chair. He's holding the remote too, but the co- commercial comes on and he goes, Coming this Sunday, a major television event that will blow you away. Terrence, Philip, in the harrowing made-for-TV drama, Not Without My Anus, based on a true story. Based on a true story. <laughs> hey, Philip, I have to, t- I have to go to... <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe they make fun of this Sally Field movie. Have you ever seen the original movie? Uh, it's actually no. based on a real movie, which is ba- based on a true story. <laughs> Is it really? That's yes. awesome. Like Sally Field delivers a hell of a performance in this movie. Um, but yes, I have to go to Iraq and find my kidnapped daughter because she has like a, a relationship in the movie. Sally Field has a relationship with, you know, we'll talk about it when we get to there. But basically, it's based on a true story, right? We'll talk about that movie in that review. Uh, so Philip goes, then I'm going to go with you, Terrence, as Philip says, I have to go to Iraq and find my kidnapped daughter. And then the announcer continues, see Canada's hottest stars on the HBC movie of the week. And Stan's like, wow, check it out, dude. We have to remember to tape not without my anus next week. Kyle says, yeah, dude, it looks riveting. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> looks riveting. It looks riveting. Kyle says it all sophisticated. It looks riveting. Grandpa starts flipping the channels after that. Stan says, come on, Grandpa, we want to watch Terrence and Philip." Now, it, the reason why we say that's interesting is that it does kind of foreshadow in season two, not without my anus. So, Grandpa says, no, Billy, we're going to watch the Bob Saget show. Hey, Billy, no, we're going to watch Bob Saget. Stan says, aw. And the announcer goes, and now back to America's stupidest own videos, and here's your host, Bob Saget. <laughs> hey, I just flew into the studio. Boy, my arms are tired. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why did the skeleton cross the road? Because it didn't happen. <laughs> did you know the car? And then this is stupid. stupid. He goes, Bob? Bob Saget. And then the laugh, <laughs> and the fucking crowd just like breaks in applause or laughing. So stupid. that's what that's going on there. Uh, you know, Stan's like, this guy sucks. The bell rings. He goes to answer it, and Kyle's like, yeah, he's almost as bad as that guy on Full House. (laughs) (laughs) Cartman says – or Cartman is at the door. You know, He's apparently wearing his Native American outfit, as we mentioned. And uh, Stan goes, what? And Cartman goes, hey, the white man has marred my people long enough. You keep your goddamn mouth shut. Because he was not happy with the fact that that he, as he said, what the hell are you doing dressed up like an Indian with a bear necklace? After Cartman said that, the boys get quiet and Stan says, I need to borrow your bike in order to get to the reservation. Stan says, what are you talking about, Cartman? Cartman says, my name isn't Cartman. It's Eric Runningwater. Now, can I borrow your bike or do I have to kick you in the nuts and shit it? Stan says, go ahead, dude. And Kyle says, man, Cartman's more screwed up than I thought. 
Sam's like, yeah, we better get this videotape over to Mr. Mackey pretty quick. And then just a, then all of a sudden, Bob Saget comes back on TV. He's like, just a free little reminder to all of you out there. Send us your stupidest home videos. Grand prize for this month will be $10,000. And Grandpa's like, $10,000? Holy smokes. And then the boys realize all of a sudden, wait a minute. We've got a video to send in. Um, did you ever try to send anything to America's stupidest home videos? I wanted to. I wanted to. America's open videos, I guess, was the show. Yeah, but I never actually did. Never did. Should've. Maybe should have, could have, would have. Did you ever try stupid things when you were young, like on the internet? Try to film yourself, try to get famous. <laughs> yeah, me, me and a couple of my buddies, we we filmed some dumb shit at the oh, park. You're gonna fucking give me these links when we get off the air. They're not. They're <clears throat> they're not on there anymore. I don't think. I don't know how to find oh, them. And that homie passed away. I have no way of asking. You know what? If you tell me what the title of it is, I bet I can find it. It's like it's like something like yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, all of a sudden, Cartman shows up at the Native Reservation. So we got a white kid just walking up onto the res. Ladies and gentlemen, I would not recommend doing that. Just just saying, don't go into a res by yourself. I mean, this is like you're going to like a tourist spot. You go into a restaurant or shop and. Don't just walk up on <laughs> the rest of people's houses land. I'm telling you, don't do that. They will come out and they'll be like, what are you doing here? And you're like, oh, sorry, I, turned, I, I made a wrong turn. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> anyway, so respect them. They will respect you. Cartman says, hiya, dad. Chief Brunimore is like, who the hell are you? And Cartman's like, I'm your son, Eric. My mom says you put your hoo-hoo dilly and her cha-cha at the drunken bar dance and she running water all scared at first. Your mother. <laughs> Cartman's like, yeah, Leah and Cartman. And then like, he's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm scared. For a second. <laughs> Look, I'm not your father, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cartman says, but my mom says, you're the guy she was with. And he says, kid, I hate to break it to you, but your mother is what we Native Americans refer to as bear with wide canyon. <laughs> what do you mean? She is doe who cannot keep legs. Doe who cannot keep legs together. Cartman says, huh? Your mom's a son. <laughs> <laughs> he just says this. Kevin's like, hey. He's like, don't feel bad. Your mom was just too drunk to remember what happened. Let me tell you. So he tells his part of the story, and apparently what happens is. We got tired of dancing, so we went off to find a private spot. I knew that she wanted me because she kept saying romantic things. Oh, chief, I want your hot man chowder. Whoa, Hello. Wait, wait! Who is that? Chief, could you excuse me for a minute? Huh? You gotta be kidding me! Why, hello there! I don't think I've seen you around before. No, I'm new in town. Well, what's a nice, handsome, black man like yourself doing in a pit like South Park? I'm going to open up my own restaurant here. My, how exciting. Would you care to put your tongue in my mouth? Damn, baby. You cut right to the chase, don't you? She's like, I'm plastered. And Chief Rennie Water says, he's the last person I saw with your mom. And Carmen's like, oh, my God, I'm I'm a black African-American. I don't know why you <laughs> Carmen always has to say it like that. A black African American. Why does he have to so use so redundant? I don't know. He has to use the redundancy of saying black and African in the same sentence. That makes no sense. You can either say he's a black American or you can say he's African American. I don't know. I'm assuming there there probably is a difference. I'm gonna sound ignorant if I don't. There's difference. <laughs> so um you know, because one person came from Africa, right? So he was transplanted here, and they became an African American by citizenship. Then they would be an African American, right? And mm-hmm. and then you are the pigmentation that shows of dark brown to black. You and you live in America, then you would probably be considered a black American by political standards. I just consider you another dude, but I'm not saying you're not black. I'm just saying I just consider you another dude, like or a girl. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello, fellow human. You look cool. You wanna you wanna do stuff? <laughs> Come on, people down, people down. Gotta drive high now, people down. So stand people sit. There. 
Come on, people now. So uh, now we're back and with Kenny and Stan and Kyle trying to start up their go-kart. You see Kyle, or I'm sorry, Kenny in the background, like revving on the engine as Kyle and Stan go back and forth talking about, you know, if they win $10,000 by sending it into America's Stupidest Home Video. Stan says he mailed it last night. Says what sucks is that now that Bob's, he, now they have to actually watch the whole show with Bob's tag and find out if they win. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we win, we could buy a new go kart. And Cartman then all of a sudden shows up, and there's like some rap music behind him. Sup, homies? Cartman? I was just down in the SPC kicking it with some G's on the west side. You live on the east side, Cartman. Dude, I thought you said you were Native American. <laughs> right. Like I'm some hippie Indian. You know what I'm saying? Gee. Check you later. I'm going to go chill with my, my dad. Dude, we should be videotaping this. We could make another $10,000. Step, homies. <laughs> He's got the, the pencil fade, uh, the eraser top. What is it called? What's it called? Yeah, he's got uh, a real jogging suit and some white sneakers. Mm-hmm. He's got a large clock hanging off his necklace. He's got a high flat top on his right yeah, side. And then on his right flat. hand are some like brass knuckles with the, <laughs> with the, with the words pie <laughs> grafted to them. <laughs> it's pie. And Stan's like, Stan's all shocked. Cartman. And Cartman like now all of a sudden like starts speaking in like abbreviations and what and like saying, What's up, homies? I was just down in the SPC kicking with the G's on the west side. West side. I was like, you live on the east side. Stan's like, dude, I thought you were Native American. Native American. And Carl was like, I'm some hippie. Like, I'm some hippie. Like, you know what I'm saying, G? Check it later. I'm going to go chill with my main man, Dad. <laughs> And Dan says, we should be videotaping this. Do we make another $10,000? You know, it's interestingly enough. Does Kyle look like really, really pissed in this scene? A little bit, yeah. Why is that? Do you know? Is it just Cartman being Cartman? Maybe that. Maybe also because if we think about it, we'll get to it. The Negroplasty episode. Kyle clearly has an affiliation with the African-American culture. When you say oh, he does, and then you know, wanting to be a black kid to play basketball. That's what I'm saying. So he okay. definitely probably a little offended. That's some definitely some some things I'm picking up. They might have planted a little seed there unknowingly, and it just all connects. You know what I'm saying? 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 So Kenny is now, uh, you know, he revved up the go-kart enough. It takes off erratically. You can hear Kenny yell, guys, can you please make it stop? Stan and Kai are like, hold on, Kenny. And then all of a sudden, Kenny hits a bump and lands. And at first, he's like, oh, I'm fine. Everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, (laughs) smashes Kenny and he's dead. Oh, my God, they killed Kenny, you bastards. We're at Chef's house now. He knocks Carmen Uncle and Doran. Chef over there, like, yo, Pops. <laughs> yo, Pops, what's happening? Chef's like, boy, what the fudge are you doing? You know, just laying down, you know, just laying down some rhymes for the G folk. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Chef says, like, get in here. He's like, what's that? <laughs> Take that wig off. What's gotten into you? And he's like, you're my dad, Chef. Chief Running Rider says, you got together with my mom at the Drunken Barn Dance. And he says, what? No, uh, d- did I? <laughs> Even he has to think about it for a second. <laughs> tongue. And then he laughs. Oh, <laughs> that's different. Women don't get pregnant from tongue-kissing children. And Cartman says, oh, uh, so you're not my dad. <laughs> and she says, of course not. Here, you children, sit down. So he props him up on a stool. And he goes, let me explain to you about what babies come from, and then you'll see why I can't be your dad. And this is the point in the episode where Chef sings the fool, like, you know, when a man loves a woman. When a man loves a woman. And that's how we started off this episode today uh, with uh, that song. So obviously I'm not going to replay it here again. But that's this is the point in the episode where they play this song. Then after, like, he gets interrupted, you go – at the end of it, he goes, baby, I'm getting hot. And that's when you got to jam her butt and pump her full of – and Carmen's like, what, what, what? What the hell? Who did it to my mom? Is it <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you heard the song in the beginning. Very graphic song. Uh, and Jeff says, "Oh, children, that was a long time ago." But I'll tell you what I remember. So he does his whole flashback, and you know, all of a sudden during the flashback of like Chef and Leanne about to get down, Garrison pops up through the haystack. Oh, or, Mr. Hat. Oh, Mr. Hat, you're a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden the song comes on again. There you are. And uh, Chef's like, oh, man, I'm out of here. Luann's like, uh, or the end's like, come on, Chef. Haven't you ever heard of a menage a three? And Chef's like, yeah, when two women are involved. And so he leaves. And Mr. Garrison's just, like, oh. He just bounces. And Mrs. Garrison goes, damn, damn, damn. Oh, well, I guess I'll just have to be with you. It'll have to be you and me, Mrs. Cartman. And, and this, it literally shows he had sex with her <laughs> so this was a nice swerve you know what i'm saying like it, it actually shows. It like yeah, yeah they got it on right thinking, oh shit garrison could be the dad so bob saget says here's a video that was sent to us as their boys are now watching at stan's house the um america's stupidest home videos cartman's pissed because obviously mr garrison could potentially be his father right mm-hmm so they show the video, and you see Carmen. Why, thank you, Patty Pissy Pants. You are my best friend, too. And the crowd's laughing. And all of a sudden, they announce that, uh, or no, I'm sorry, first Sharon and Randy come in. Oh, Stanley, we just heard your news that your little friend Kenny was killed by a train this morning. And Stan and Kyle are like, what? What? Like, because they're so used to him by now dying that they're just like, what? What? So Stan says, how about some ice cream? And they're like, yeah, we'll get it for you. You're so brave. And Bob Saget announces that uh, their video has become one of the finalists to be selected to win $10,000. So now we're back in the bar. Mr. Garrison's like, you know, arguing with himself about having one more Mr. Cosmopolitan. And you're a drunk and blah, blah, blah. You got a drinking problem, says Mr. Garrison. Cartman opens the door all menacingly. All this time. Why didn't you tell me, father? <laughs> Talked about Eric and Hartman's like it was you all along. You were my mother the night of the drunken barn dance. Jimbo says that's impossible (laughs) because he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can love this show. It's the only one throughout this whole show who calls it right from the beginning, doesn't he? I mean, Chef kind of says it too, like, "Oh, I thought you were gay," but like. Jimbo was straight up was like, no, dude, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> I can confirm this. Straight up. He's gay. He's gay. He's, he's probably come on. Do you think Garrison's come on to Jimbo? Yep. Probably. A couple times. And maybe even once more. On. Even once more. Those pants and those shoes says you want a pound butt. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, I pull that one line out of nowhere. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> you know, so Garrison says, Oh, so Jimbo says that's impossible. He's gay. Garrison says, I'm not gay. And Cartman says, Well, did you sleep with my mom? And Garrison's no. And Jimbo says, Ha, he's gay. <laughs> Garrison's I wanted to see Ted and Fossey's dad just pop up again. <laughs> he's gay. That's <laughs> gay. And uh, Garrison's like, okay, okay, I admit it. I might have to admit, I have to admit making love to your mother at the drunken barn down. But who here didn't? And then everybody in the bar goes quiet. And he says, honestly, who here has not had sex with Mrs. Cartman? Bro, they panned everybody in this town. The principal, the mayor, Mr. Garrison, Jimbo, Jesus, Mephesto, Mephesto's little rodent, the, the priest. So as Cartman leaves, then all the all of a sudden Mephesto delightedly says, Hey, you know what? We can actually find out who your dad is by just taking DNA tests. Cartman gets excited. We can, really? Yeah, it only only costs three thousand dollars. Really? Three thousand dollars. That's kind of a dick move, isn't it? Yep. I mean, like, why would you even mention that to a kid? Because you're a dick. Like, unless you're gonna start off with it, hey, you know, I would offer to give you DNA testing, right. if you can somehow find three thousand dollars, let me know. But he didn't even do it that way. I can help you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, but it's gonna be three thousand dollars. Didn't he like 
dashed his hopes right there, didn't he? And doesn't he have like a fucking like laboratory and shit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fuck. Basically, he's just. I mean, it probably costs him anywhere from five hundred, a thousand dollars, maybe for medical supplies and time and hours, and then he's just gonna make bank. Come on. He's like, I'm trying to make my nut for the next three months. <laughs> So Kyle's and uh, Standard now at the bus stop. That you know they're excited because they think they're going to win the home video contest. Cartman shows up and he's just like at this point sluggish. Hey guys, how's it going, Cartman? Hey, fine. How are you guys? Dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, nothing. It's just nothing. Come on, what's the matter, Cartman? Well, I want to know who my dad is, but to find out, they have to do these DNA tests, and they cost three thousand dollars, huh? I don't have three thousand dollars. Wow, we're sorry your mom's a whore, dude. Yeah, it sucks. I have to know who my father is, I just have to. Maybe I could work at a sweatshop for a while or... Well, see you guys. I'm gonna go play in my backyard for a while. Uh, Cartman, we know how you can get three thousand dollars. You do? Yeah, we have a videotape that's in the finals for America's Stupidest Home Videos, and if we win, we'll give you three thousand of our ten thousand dollar prize. You will? Wow, you guys are the best. Thanks, you guys. Cartman excited says, wow, great. You guys are awesome. What's the video? Sounds like, uh, yeah. So now they're back at his house. What kind of video is this? Uh, you'll see. <laughs> Bob Saget starts announcing the videos. The first one is stupid. It's dog who puts hat on master's head. Now, come on. That's not even funny. I don't think that's even deserved to be. That was dumb. No. That's not funny. I think it was just like a dumb fodder. Oh, I'm just a little dog. Oh, I'm just a little dog. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and jump up this hat. Ha, 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 So then Bob Saget's like, and now our second finalist, little boy, has tea party. And all of a sudden, that's when it kicks in. And Cartman's like, holy shit. I'm on TV. The whole video is there. Cartman is so pissed off. I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> And like Cartman, I've n- you never see him ever in the rest. I don't think in the show. I've seen different maybe colors, faces, but I've never seen him get this red. Right. This I, is uh, yeah. I was gonna say. I think this is the first time that we see him get this red. Very like, red. Like he kind of has like there's they do kind of things of like uh, filters, like monotone or different color filters, like when the episode where uh, the the Caesar Milan <laughs> dominant. When he in that episode, when he get near the end and he starts to spew out that shit, so he kind of turns yeah. different colors there. But like this was really like the first time like he gets really ro- rosy red for like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, they did not win as they announced that uh, little boy getting hit by a train, which actually featured Stan and Marsh. So if I was them, I'd want my cut from that too, right? Right. Right. As soon as grandma, uh, grandpa got home, I'm like, you better give me a thousand dollars. And if I'm the parents, I'm getting money out of that too. I'm just saying. So you better just give me saying. some money. You better give me some money, Grandpa. Otherwise, I'm telling Kenny's parents. Exactly. Unfortunately, falsetto Bob Saget here mimics Kenny dying. I hope I don't get. Oh, I hope I don't get hit by a train. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> we get the second time, maybe one of the only times we hear Kenny's. This has happened twice an episode. Oh my God, they videotaped killing Kenny. You bastards! <laughs> bastards! And he goes. Now that's what I call a joyride. And we see uh, Grandpa Marsh in the audience. I would. I would. I would, Billy. <laughs> I would, Billy. Stan's like grandpa <laughs> and he said our finals will have to settle for their $3,000 runner up prize we'll see you next time because Cartman was super pissed I'm going to fucking kill you guys seriously he says Kyle goes did you hear that dude we still get $3,000 that's enough for you to do your DNA test yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys. so now we're back at the gen- engineering ranch so this is where kind of the episode starts to wrap up here right Mm-hmm. From all accounts, from everyone's accounts, I've narrowed it down Eric's possible father to the people in this room. So he lists off all the people. This includes Officer Barb Brady, Chef Jimbo, Mr. Garrison, Ned, Chief Running Water, Gerald <laughs> Broflowski, himself, his friend Kevin, which was the little clone or something. Maybe we still we never know. We don't know what that is. Or the yeah. 1989 Denver Broncos. 1989 <laughs> Denver Broncos. Stan, who is Eric Carvin's father? Oh, Right, Stan's like, wow, I, I always knew Cartman's <clears throat> mom was a slut, but goddamn. <laughs> and Mephesto says, the test results are in this envelope, and 
Mephesto says, shall I open it? Mr. Garrison says, yes, for God's sakes, get on with it. And he says, the father of Eric Cartman is indeed someone in this room. The father is, and then it says, who's Eric Cartman's father? <laughs> and then it goes through like the whole list. Is it Chief Rennywater? Or is it Chef? Is it Mephesto? Or that little monkey guy that follows him around? Or is it Mr. Garrison? <laughs> Jimbo, no, he's gay. <laughs> he's gay. And then Mr. Garrison with one of his patented lines. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. The announcer says, is it Jimbo? Jimbo's like, ah, is it Officer Bar Brady? Huh? Where? Or could it be Ned? Ned's like, mm, could be. <laughs> and now, and now it's like, or Mr. Bob Flosky. Kyle's like, Dad, how could you? And then the announcer's like, or is it the 1991 Denver Broncos? And then it goes, the answer is coming on an all-new South Park in just four weeks. And then Cartman gets pissed. What? Son of a bitch! And that's how they end season one. So they announce it. This was like, as we mentioned, February 28th, we said. I think it was February 28th, February 25th. Let me go back to it here. February 25th, yes. So it was February 25th, 1998 when it first debuted. So they knew four weeks later that they were going to be back. They're going to be back, baby, for another season. So let's talk about a couple things before we talk about the end here. So let's talk about Eric Cartman, right, as we wrap this up this episode. Eric Cartman was searching for something, and he still – I mean I would even say to this day, as we got kind of a, a glimpse into the warped mind that Eric Cartman has been – has developed without the lack of a father figure, without the lack of self-identity, and without the lack with, – without a, any real uh, parental figure, he's basically on his own there. Right. No, no daddy, no nothing. That's why he's such a weird kid, is what they say, right? Like it's kind of like it, kind of like a play on if you don't necessarily have a dad, you come out kind of estranged. Can explain why he has so socially, he's so either awkward, mean, or overall just a terrible fucking person. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, because I know you've probably had friends growing up in schools so that were kind of in that situation. Where they right. didn't have the best parental figures, so they were mm-hmm. kind of basically on their own. And, and a like, lot of times they would get they were assholes. Sometimes they were assholes. Sometimes they got in trouble. Sometimes they were really good students and really good people because they understood mm-hmm. the situation, the gravity where they were at. Right. Right. And they wanted right. to better themselves long term. But a lot of times it was a lot of misguided, you know, character by a lot of young kids when you don't have that parental influence. And it obviously is going to have a long lasting effect because over the course of 23 seasons, except for one to two maybe episodes of Eric Cartman, we really don't see him in a positive light right. <laughs> ever. Really and I, I would say we, we didn't we didn't really see him in a positive light here, but this kind of gave us an understanding of who he is as he traveled through this episode looking for, to become a Native American or an African American or a Black African American, as he likes to say. Black um, African American. Or Mr. Garrison's son, or maybe the son of the 1991 Denver Broncos. You know, <laughs> He's looking for an identity of who he is, and as a kid, you 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 kind of I think we are all. I mean, even as adults, people are still having problems, you know, looking for themselves right. as identities right. and who they are as we search. And he doesn't have any role model figure to look after, and that's sad, man. And it just goes to show you that it's not necessarily all Eric Cartman's fault. It's a lot of his surroundings, his natural environment, the uh, everyone enabling him to do certain things. Agree. You know, with the lack of a father figure, you know, telling him what he should and shouldn't be doing, kind of. You know, it's interesting that it's interesting, though, that 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 She-Hulk writer lady who said that, uh, you know, South Park was so bad for society and it made kids bad. Dude, no. If you understand what the writing in this is, Cartman is a reflection on society. Cartman is the worst of what society is, and he represents Kids who grew up like this and turned into the adults that we are with now. Boom. Knowledge dropped. Boom, baby. So that was the first episode. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the first complete season. So with the last little bit of time we've got here, Mr. Ian, we talked about it early on at the beginning of the season. I'm going to ask you two questions here. Overall, as far as the season, 
What did you think of this season? Is it one of your top seasons? Did it make you bellyache? If you look back at the over the course of 23 seasons as we get we get through the first season, what are your thoughts about season one? Hmm. Season one is one of my favorite for sure. It's got to be because it's it, it's the first one. You got if you count the pilots, <laughs> it's two of my favorite. Let's see, we got Volcano, we got Christmas Poo, we got this episode, we've got Mecha Streisand. I mean, shit. Death. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, in the top five, maybe top ten of best seasons. I think a lot of people argue that the first four seasons are South Park's, like, prime. Like, those are the diet, like, the really people that kind of fell off after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I disagree. I think they've had some great seasons after that. Like, I, I think nobody will argue that season 10 was probably one of the, their best seasons. Um, or season 13 and 14 with the Coon series and stuff like that. Um, and the band episodes. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, good seasons that South Park continues to hit on. Even this last season with Tegrity Farm was pretty good. Tegrity Farm. Farm. So, like, I, I think that they've, in this season was definitely one of their highlight reels for sure. You know, it set the tone, the notion of what South Park is and where it's going to move forward. They don't care. And they left it on a nice cliffhanger, you know, coming mm-hmm. back for more. Like, hey, guess what? You're going to find out who Cartman's father is on the next episode of South Park. So it was it was a good little resolve, good little ending. Um, as far as your top 20 this episode, is it in Scoop's top 20? That's my second question. Oh, yes. This is uh, top five. Top five. Yeah, wow. baby. Going going hard on this list. Got it number four. You know Carbon's mom is a dirty slit. You know we have 23 seasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. All right. I'm you know what I'm gonna end up doing is I'm gonna make Matt's top twenty-five. And uh it's hard. Gonna... It's so isn't it? Hard. It's yeah. I oh my gosh. Some of it still open spots where I can't haven't quite figured out what I'm going to put here, put there, certain places. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, that wraps up the first season of uh, South Park. That wraps up our first full season, Ian, of reviewing uh, yeah. South Park, dude. Like, hell we yeah. We started this podcast on January 1, 2020, and we have gotten through. This will be our 14th episode as we're recording this right now, as we review the 13th episode of season one. So for all those who have come along with us on this journey and all those who are just joining us, we certainly appreciate you. It definitely is nice when we get nice feedback. We also get negative feedback, too, and that's okay. Like, I mean, I'm just like, whatever. Not a lot of people. Some people aren't going to like this show. Some people are. But I hope if uh, if it does bring a smile to your face in this time of crisis, crisis uh, with the COVID-19 outbreak and what's going on in the world, I think that uh, we definitely are happy to bring that to you. We will be back, of yeah. course, n- next week and each and every week for another edition of Suck My Balls. So we begin season two next week. Uh, we've got something special cooked up for you. We're not going to give it away, but you'll just have to wait and see for the beginning of season number two and our reviews. And of course, my name is Matthew Schaffer. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. You can find the South Park podcast on all of our social media platforms. Uh, the first two being Instagram and Twitter at suck my bowels pod. And then on Facebook at South Park pod, you can email us. If you have any thoughts, information, want to sponsor us, want to come on as a guest. Uh, Ian, I've got a guest lined up for a uh, chicken lover in season two. He works okay. for the network name's greg noggle who's a big south park fan like we are he's been wanting to come on i was like you're gonna be the first guy we bring on to do chicken lover so we had joe Morin who came on and he reviewed an episode with me so we shout out to joe for joining us this first season we appreciate you from uh, hitting the marks yep. ted tech yeah. podcast yeah, yeah. for filling in for ian that week of course and uh, yeah we'll be back guys i'm matthew Schaffer. uh check my bows ian check my bows check Yeah, you can just check my back. Who is Eric Cartman's father? Is it Chief Running Water? Or is it Chef? Is it Mephesto? Or that little monkey guy that follows him around? Or is it Mr. Garrison? No, he's gay. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. Is it Jimbo? Ah! Or is it Officer Barbrady? 
Huh? Where? Or could it be Ned? Could be. Or Mr. Broflowski? Dad, how could you? Or is it the 1991 Denver Broncos? The answer is coming on an all-new South Park in just four weeks. What? Son of a bitch! In young Borel vil juletid Ching chang ching yu si lai Og kring ham dadet sneen vil Ching chang ching yu si lai Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et der sejnede hans hest Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching yu si lai Sad i høje tårn Ching chang ching lucilej Og ventede ham samt til forn Ching chang ching lucilej Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til sol og gang Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lucilej Den næste dag vi hed morgen rød Ching chang ching lucilej De fandt den stakkels junker død Ching chang ching lucilej Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lucilej Det var jo noget ved og noget Ching chang ching lucilej For da han tøde blev han våd Ching chang ching lucilej Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lucilej Ching chang ching lucilej Hun kastede sig ching Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching 